There are millions of unemployed youths globally. A world is broken and young people are mostly affected. But in a multitude of cancer, there is safety. Every week, Great Awaiti engages in discussion with industry professionals and business leaders to share their opinions and insight on how youths can find jobs, create jobs, and build successful careers. Are you young and want to build a successful career? Welcome to the show. It's a privilege to welcome you to another episode of the podcast. Um, and I hope you found previous episodes valuable to your personal and career development. My goal on this podcast basically is to um, engage with HR professionals, business and career leaders, you know, on various topics, touching youth employment, job creation, and then um, what it takes to build successful careers, basically. So again, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, I'd like to welcome you. My name is Great Owete, and then I'm your host of this podcast. Um, today, I will not be having any guests. I'm, my focus on this episode is to share um, sort of four major ways to make recruiters find you. And I tried to title this episode, Putting Your Lights on a Lampstand. My, my reasons are simple. Um, the title was basically inspired by a popular verse in the Bible, if you're a Christian, you probably know that's popular scriptures. It says, no man lights a candle and hides it under the bed, but puts it on a lamp stand to give light. No man lights a candle and hides it under the bed, but puts it on the lamp stand to give light. So the idea around this episode is basically to uh, share certain insights as regards how you can become visible right such that recruiters will find you easily you know especially when they are looking for um, the kind of people your kind of people who have skills and qualifications to do the job that they are looking out for um, so again I'm doing this po this episode because over the years I realized that a lot of job seekers or people looking for a job um, do not know how to position themselves in such a way that recruiters find them, even though they have the skills and qualifications that recruiters or various organizations are looking out for. And so I always recommend that if you are looking for a job, you need to think like a recruiter. You need to wear the heart of a recruiter. It just helps you position yourself in such a way, you know, that you have an advantage over every other person in your industry. So let, let's begin first with clarifying the job of a recruiter. A recruiter um, is a person or recruiters are people you know within an organization whose job it is to fill open positions for companies you know so I'm a recruiter for example right my job is to look for people who have the skills experience knowledge and qualifications that would help my organization achieve her goals you know so again we don't hire for hiring sake there are no no company you know, no company just hires because they want to hire, right? No company is just, you know, just recruits. There must, there must be a goal that the organization is driving towards. And then people, you know, talent, people with skills, you know, and knowledge, 
people who have the qualifications are the right persons that we we as recruiters look for you know to hire them for the organizations you know so and we, we use various methods but the goal is we need to achieve our goals right in the company and recruiters are those guys we send out there to scout for people with talent people with skills you know to do the job but let, let me further also explain that there are, there are various kind of recruiters right um you can have a recruiter who who um, basically works for one company for example like i do you know who manage the entire talent acquisition process or recruitment process for one company just focus on one company so you have a recruiter working for say gt bank you have a recruiter working for say um, food concepts um, so just name the organization there are recruiters who whose, whose job is just to focus on that organization so every every everything that has to do with hiring people for that organization is their job right but on, on the other side there are recruiters who um who also work for agencies so you have recruiters who work for one company you also have recruiters who work for an agency and the agencies the agency serves various companies you know so there are a couple of them they are mostly called recruiting recruiting recruitment agencies they are sometimes they are called hr consulting firms you know so but but their job basically they serve various companies um they hire for various companies so i remember when i was working with alan and grant my previous employer it was it, it's an it's an hr consulting but we do a lot of also um recruitment for other companies right so we're serving various clients various companies as clients but whichever be the case you know recruiters have one goal their goal is to find talents right and place them into open positions um sometimes they also find talent and provide them provide them or pipeline those talents for future openings so um but that happens most times when you are dealing with an internal um, recruiter somebody a corporate recruiter who works for just one company the job of those guys are not just to fill open position they also they also um source for talents for um future positions and I need, let me let me just clarify that for example um say company a is looking to expand in terms of geography looking to expand their operations to another state and maybe they are launching that operations in 2022 may you know you would you would expect you would not expect the organization to when they launch the company that's when they will be hiring people for those companies no there's there are recruiters who before may 2022 they are already pipelining talent in 2021 they are already talking to candidates profiling candidates pipelining those talents you know as we look towards launching the operations in 2022 right so that's that's like an example of um recruiting for the future or for future openings you know, so but whichever be the case you may be dealing with an internal um, recruiter the one that, that works with with a particular company or you may be dealing with um an external recruiter the works are the ones that works for a particular agency that serves various companies and and those people have those people those people um, the tax of those persons are much more broader because they are serving various companies so you can imagine them handling like six roles at a time 20 roles at a time you know trying to fill those roles for various companies so the, I, the the reason i'm sharing all of these things because if you don't you need to understand if you understand how recruiters work or how recruiters think it would help your job search so um so as a recruiter our work begins with understanding what the role entails 
so we, we deal directly with the with the departments so for example um the, the department is a customer service we want to hire a customer service officer we deal with we, we work with the customer service department to understand what the role entails the kind of person we should be looking out for right and then what we try to do is the end product of that is we create a job description so what you see on job boards as job description is something that um, was worked together by the hr professional or recruiter and the uh, maybe the line manager it's called line manager or the um hiring manager or somebody within the department usually the head of the department so that job description is what we take to look for talent look for people whose skills matches what we are looking out for right so we begin the sourcing for qualified persons that matches that job description and then when that is done we profile we, we shortlist such candidates right um that's where you get oh you know sending your cv whichever be the case whichever way you want to send your cv you know some organization use um an applicant tracking system some organization just use email send your email send your cv via mail you know but all of this is all of these are just processes right that a recruiter manages to find the right candidates right and select the you know the best candidates amongst all all applications so maybe at this point let me flip the coin and just just i just did that introduction just as a way of introduction to help you understand how the recruiters probably work and then so you would um, get to have an idea you know but now let's focus on you what happens what happens when you have the skills you know so i've explained how recruiters you know work on job description look for talent and all of that but what happens when you as an individual have the skills or probably you think you have the skills and requirements for that job that the recruiter is looking out to hire somebody for but you are not getting the opportunities you don't even know that the job is opening in it's open rather you don't even know that the job is open in company hey or you don't know that the job is opening in company xyz but you have the skills you have the knowledge you have the qualifications so let's take for example uh, you are an IT associate or you are a customer service officer. You are good in customer service. You have customer service. You have qualifications. You have the knowledge. You have probably ex two, two to three years of experience. And you probably work with company B. But company C is actually recruiting for a customer service officer or a customer service manager, which you qualified for. But you don't even know, right? Because sometimes those organizations don't post those jobs on their job boards there are various like i mentioned there are various methods that organization uses to find talent right but what happens when you are not getting the opportunities even though you have the skills it means that something is wrong that's the reason why i'm doing this episode as a recruiter i can be hunting for a talent right i can be hunting for talent like you but the question is can I find you? Are you positioned in such a way that when there's an opportunity in my company, I can find you? You are visible, right? Because it's one thing to have the skills. It's another thing for recruiters to know you have the skills. And that's the whole essence of the title for this episode. Are you putting your lights under the bed or you're putting your lights on a lampstand? So my, 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 my goal basically is just to share like maybe four, three, five insights five ways that i think would help you become visible right to recruiters so that you are not blinking or winking in the dark you know 
so that you are you are you are somebody who who you can be regarded as um, you can be regarded as putting your light on a lampstand and not putting your light under the pillow. So the first thing I like to share, the first idea I like to share, um, which is standard, which is like foundation, foundational, is you must be good. You must be good at what you do. Like you must have the skills. That's like the first thing. We cannot be having a conversation about how you will be visible if you don't even have the necessary skills, the necessary requirements. You must be very good at what you do, right? In such a way that you, you know, so you must be good at what you do in such a way that if, if you are to leave your current organization, right, it's going to be like, we just lost a good talent. You know, you don't want to be somebody who say, oh, thank God he's leaving. You know, or, oh, you're leaving, oh, thank God. You know, so you, you want to be very good at what you do in such a way that you become a loss to any organization that you're leaving, right? So that's the first thing. And be good at what you do means, you know, you focus on your job and um, build skills and deliver, you know, achieve great, great work with your current company. That's like the first thing. I, I, just, I just thought it's important I create that foundation. The second point I want to talk about is referral. So you must, you, you, if you are good at what you do and you're achieving results in your, com in your current company, you must understand the power of referrals, right? Beyond, re beyond recruiters, there are authorities in your company, in your industry. Every industry has sort of the people who are like the industry experts. You know, people who are go-to. So um, in your industry, there are one, two, four, five persons within that industry that people look up to as, as per industry experts. You know, so we regard them as authorities in the industry. You know, in such a way that if I, as a recruiter, go to that person to say, oh, I'm looking to recruit for this role X, Y, Z, you know, for my company, if they refer any candidates, that candidate is as good as endorsements. And there are, there are, there are a lot of people like that within every industry. And so you just imagine that um, they refer you to me as the recruiter. It's, it's as good as an endorsement. So even if you are not, sometimes if you, even if you are not what we are looking for in terms of 100%, right? Because that person recommended you, because that person who is respected in your industry recommended you, who just like to will be much more interested in having a conversation with you just talk with you and then you know respect that recommendation respect that referral right and the easiest way to find all of this kind of refer referrals is within a professional association professional network every industry has professional associations you know where um similar professionals within that industry congregate share ideas share opportunities you know some of those in some of those um association runs was run whatsapp clubs um whatsapp groups and all of that telegram groups you know that's where you find most of the opportunities you know and that's where you find most of these industry experts industry professionals who refer you know candidates to um recruiters and i'll give you a good example some months ago i was looking to hire a supply chain manager you know and i reached out to a um a supply chain professional on linkedin you know and apparently he wasn't ready to he wasn't ready to move right leave his current job and so as a recruiter i asked him I, I just asked him to recommend some of the persons he knows that are very good in in his in his network and are willing to you know you know pick the opportunity or have a conversation as regards the opportunity and then you know so he just shared that they had he had a a whatsapp group where 
a lot of supply chain professionals congregate to have weekly conversations and all of that. And that was it. And that, so he, he was able to send me CVs of about seven to eight you know, supply chain candidates. And out of that, I was able to have conversation with good people and good talent. I was able to get that real feel. So what am I trying to say is there are, there are professional organizations that exist within every industry. We, your role lies within an industry. Your job is to find that industry and join those professional organizations and mingle with, mingle with, with similar professionals within that organization in such a way that you have the you have the advantage of being referred by some of these authorities in that industry. That's like a good way. Um, think about it. Second point I want to share is talk to recruiters. Beyond just congregating um, within a professional organization or association it's, and talking to industry professionals, it's important as well to talk to recruiters. The job of recruiters like us is to get great talents is to connect those great talents to opportunities within our companies right and we are paid to do this the truth is we even have kpis we have targets we have kpis we must meet so no recruiter is doing you a favor neither are you doing any recruiter a favor like it's a win-win you need the opportunities we have the opportunities we need you the talent you need the opportunities and so it's a win-win so there need to be that con connection right you are a great talent, we know that. You have the skills, you have the expertise. But the truth is, beyond just having all of those things, it's important that you talk to us. Talk to recruiters about your skills. Talk to recruiters about the opportunities you are looking out for. Probably you are currently working with a company and as an at an officer level, and then you have built skills and ready for a managerial position. Talk to recruiters. They may have one or two people within their network who are also looking to hire people within that level. Right, but if you don't talk to recruiters, you don't even get to know some of the opportunities that are open because recruiters are hunting, you know. So I believe that everybody should be hunting. You should also, if we are hunting for talent, you are hunting for opportunities. So when an hunter means an hunter, there needs to be a connection, there needs to be an agreement, an alignment, you know, and then we just get our, ourselves, you know, aligned and our goals met. So talk to them about your skills, talk to them about the opportunities that you have, you know, and that you are open to. The worst recruiters know and can rate you somehow just perceive that you are good, you know, they, they'll be able to help you put words to some of other recruiters within their network. That's the second thought I thought to share. Um, the next thing I think I should share is um, something I realized when I started my HR career, you know, newly. So I, I realized when I started my HR career, I, I, I was attending meetings, I was attending trainings, conferences, and all of that. And when I started my HR career, I realized that I see the same set of faces at every event as speakers. And I'm wondering, like, are these the only speakers we have in the HR industry? You know, the same set of five, six, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, same, same, similar faces. You know, the similar faces you, you saw spoke at event A, you know, if you go to event B, you will see the same faces speaking at event B. And then you just realize, oh, somehow you just have the perception that these guys are the experts in the industry. They are the industry experts. They are the thought leaders. You know, so, I mean, I, I put the question to you. What perception do you have when people speak at events? What perception do you have about people who speak at events? You just somehow, sub subconsciously, you just call them leaders. You, have, you perceive them as experts leaders, thought leaders, gurus, right? But the idea is everyone thinks the same. Just the same way you are thinking, just the same way I thought, you know, that, oh, this person has been speaking consistently at every HR event. He must be the industry expert. He must be the thought leaders. 
right? And so I just flip the coin and I just say, imagine, imagine, flip the coin and imagine yourself speaking at the same event. Because I'm sure that the guys who speak at those events are not the best guys in the industry. They are not the same skills that you have, they have. It's the same skills they have, you have. The same health that you have, it's the same knowledge they have, you have. But why is it that they are always the ones speaking? And I can guarantee, because I saw this as an insider information, most of those guys who speak at events are the ones that, 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 that grab 90% of the opportunities in that industry. So what does that tell you? It means that public speaking is a skill that you should learn, right? Beyond just your skills, your technical skills and all of that. You need to learn public speaking and put yourself out there. Putting yourself out there and speaking in public, talking to people about your, sharing your knowledge, talking to people about your industry, you know, shapes the perception about other people, you know, shapes the perception of other people about you, right? And then you will join the set of, the set of few persons who, who attract the huge opportunities within that industry. I've seen this work, right? So speaking at conferences is a, is a, is a hack, right? So don't just, don't just be good at what you do. You should also try to, you know, try to secure speaking slots where you can go within your industry. You go, you speak, share knowledge, right? Connect with people, network, and then grab opportunities. I've seen that work a lot of times. So I think it will work for you. Try it. The last thing I, I think I would share is just the same way you speak, you should write. Um, write, publish articles, publish articles on newspapers, publish blogs, share ideas. Like, don't just, beyond just sharing ideas on the stage. So if you don't, if you don't before you get your, before you finally secure a speaking slot, you can secure a writing slot. Like, you can choose to start a blog within your industry and share your knowledge. There are always newbies in your industry that are looking for knowledge within that industry. Imagine you have 10 years of experience or five years of experience in HR, and then you start a blog in HR to show people or to share the knowledge about the HR industry. Yeah, so that's it. Um, I've been able to mention a couple of insights, um, ideas, so four, four things that you can really do. Um, writing, speaking um, in conferences, right? building professional networks, um, Putting yourself out there in, in terms of building, joining professional association, um, talking to recruiters. If you do all of these things and you execute on all of these ideas and strategies, I believe that um, you're going to be putting your light on the lampstand and you would make it easier for us as recruiters to find you, you know, and share opportunities with you. Um, if, you if you've got questions, you can please do send me a mail to greats.owete at gmail.com. I'll be really um, excited to answer your questions and elaborate further on it. Um, but much more a subsequent episode will have more topics to deep dive into all of these ideas and concepts um i hope this i hope you found value from this particular episode looking forward to share much more ideas at that subsequent episode so we'll catch again in the next episode please keep being amazing and then i'll see you at the top cheers Thank you for listening to this episode. For more episodes, visit www.greatawaiting.com.